0: Soundscapes and sonics and strange, discordant little things. Just listen. You're listening to a song and you get chills. Can you see sounds? You're listening to a song and you get chills. Open your ears. Just listen. Gave some sonic Hey everyone welcome to the inaugural episode of the chromaesthesia podcast. My name is Eric Laware and I thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is for the devoted and dedicated listeners of all music in every episode of the podcast i'll pick four songs that i've never heard before i'll listen to them and i'll discuss my first impressions of the song in a live format now you may ask yourself why what makes you so special now i don't claim to be an authority of music i am not a professional musician nor am i classically trained or extensively educated in music whatsoever what i am and it is an absolute lover of music with a moderate amount of training I can play a little bit, I consider myself to be kind of a jack of uh, some trades, uh, but a master of none. Uh, But one thing I definitely can claim is I feel music like it's some sort of X-men ability. One of my favorite feelings is hearing a song for the first time and soaking it in. A song that gives you chills, makes you pumped, or even makes you weep is a a masterpiece. Uh, That feeling to me is a high that I will chase until the day I die. So my goal is to seek that out on a weekly basis and, and just talk about music um, and the way that it impacts us. Uh, I hope to discuss the emotion that songs evoke, uh, the atmosphere that they create, and as the name eludes, even the colors that you may see from hearing music. Wild concept, right? Well, if you enjoy The Promise, I hope you follow along. and We can get interactive, too. Uh, each episode, there'll be an additional wild card. Now this could be a song of discussion that doesn't really fit the typical format. It can be a song that I've never heard before, uh, that I just needed to talk about uh, a full album by one of my favorites, or even a song picked by listener request. Um, So if you have any feedback or requests, or you think I've missed the mark completely about a song, please write an email to ChromePodcast at hotmail.com. Now let's get spinning! Now, the first song that I picked this week is a song called Nightmare by an American singer named Halsey. Um, She's been kind of a big deal um, in America uh, in the last few years. Um, She's done a couple songs with other artists, such as the Chainsmokers. She had that song, Closer. Um, She's had Bad at Love, I've heard. Um, It's kind of on the pop radio, so this is more in the pop spectrum of of music um, and I actually you know I actually really I really kind of like her vibe um, really like the way that she uh, pr- pr- projects her music um, the way she sings actually it's it's not your typical pop um, vocalist like female it's it's more of like it's got a cool little edge to it um, it's almost like a lot of these female artists these days I feel like are even kind of hitting on, like, an ASMR, if I'm saying that right. It's those, the the kind of, um, like, almost a lip-smacking type of thing that it, it evokes, like, chills up your spine, which is, I, I think it's a sexual thing that I don't really understand. Um, but, yeah, it's almost like that, and she's, the way she kind of sings, almost like she's whispering to you. Um, so I, I really like the song that she has, uh, Without Me, um, so I'm really excited about this new song, uh, Nightmare. Um, so what I'll do here is uh, we're not going to listen to the actual song on the podcast. If you want to listen along, you've never heard this song before, uh, jump on you know, YouTube or maybe you have it on your device already. Uh, give the song a listen. I'll take a quick break. So to you, all it's going to hear is a, you know, a little sound effect and a, and a gap in my speaking. And then I'll be right back with the song itself. So again, it's uh, Tulsi. It's uh, nightmare. Wow! Holy shit, guys! Uh, talk about uh, starting off on the right foot. Um, I I don't even I I, I I wasn't expecting that from from this type of uh, music. Uh, I, I consider this like pop music, and and generally that type of music doesn't really demand the listener's attention you know I, I would only hear this if i was you know uh, in the car with my wife or you know at the store even and uh you hear this type of song and it, it just it doesn't typically uh demand your attention but listening to this song with you know headphones for the first time is like i got that i got the fucking chills i'm the first song out uh so it's like uh you know, it almost makes you chuckle and uh, when I hear certain parts of it. Um, you know, right off the bat, it, it, this wasn't one of the parts. <laughs> um, they start off with a little spoken prayer, almost like uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman, I think, is actually the exact prayer. Um, so it was like, you know, you you kind of hear that and you get to the point where you're like... All right, where is this going now? It's not even—I'm not taking it seriously. And then that damn chorus hits. And uh, first of all, instrumentation-wise, that is is hitting harder than I've heard any of Halsey songs before. Um, and starts off right with the chorus. Uh, I really, first things first, I love the alliteration of some of the lyrics there, especially the chorus where it's saying, you know, I keep a record of the wreckage in my life is the first line. That's that's kind of a cool turn of phrase. I think um, you know I'm always for kind of making your lyrics while they may be so- saying something is how they say it, how they convey the message while being creative with the actual wordplay. Um, so in in that, this is that's really cool. Um, you know, harder kind of music, uh, not necessarily you know, your, your rock music with drums and guitars and things like that, but it's it's kind of the harder-hitting electronic drums with synthesizers, you know, heavy bass, things like that, all the little electronic ditty things in the background. So that's really cool. You know, one of the things that really got me going right off the bat in this song is at the end of the one of the verses, um, the... the the backing track drops out and her vocals just kind of hang and she finishes the the verse without the backing track and it goes back in Um, but then, you know, right when you go into that first uh, beer chorus after the verse she says, you know, she kind of yells, you know, I don't owe you a goddamn thing. Like, holy shit. (laughs) All right, she's not playing, man. A lot of this, a lot of the lyrics seem kind of angrier than what you'd expect from pop and you know, that's me being naive with a lot of pop music I don't really listen admittedly to a lot of pop music uh in depth so you know to me a lot of it's about uh you know again and being ignorant about it is about having a good time you know making people dance you know kind of bringing out the, the happier emotions, and this, this is not it, um, <laughs> this is really angsty, um, little angrier even, you know, like, you get a little bit of, like, lashing out, um, you know, it's almost, and I got a vibe from this, and I, I don't want to interpret, I hate the idea of interpreting exactly what lyrics mean and anything but, like, a country song, where, you know, we'll get to that later, um, but, you know, like, this is, almost like the idea of, you know, smashing the patriarchy is what I get a vibe or maybe it's just like lashing out at an ex. Um but she definitely gives the interpretation of anger towards you know men, especially people trying to control you and and at this point, you know, politically you try not to get into politics here, but politically and you know, with a lot of the way that things are going, like it's about goddamn time, you know. Um, especially, you know, it's it's not for somebody like like me to say, um, or it's it's definitely for somebody of of Halsey's stature to even and make this point. So, yeah, goddamn, this is a good song. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, you know. Um, and it's really cool because I really turned to connect with more angst music since i was a younger guy anybody that knows me will tell you that um when i was younger it was all about heavy guitars you know staring at your feet just kind of angst and grunge and rock and and this is a cool way to meld those um you know meld that and more of a pop and electronic sound so it's it's a cool song. I, I definitely think I'll give it another listen. I really enjoy a lot of what um, Halsey has to has to say. Um, but yeah, I, I'm am still reacting to this one. This is a, this is like I said is a is a good place to start. Oh, I did not think right out the gate that I would get a song that would uh, fulfill my. Uh, criteria of what i've been looking for which is a song that kind of gives you chills and i think a lot of that was the surprise that came out of this but at the same time the content and the the lyrical content but also the you know the groove of it so wow all right all right moving a along here uh up next is the uh the country i guess you call it, entry into uh, this week's podcast um one song, or the song here, is Eric Church's Desperate Man. Um, I'm not, see, I'm, I'm probably familiar with Eric Church, but um, I think one of the flaws these days with a lot of the country artists is they all kind of sound the same, especially the male country artists. Um, he's had songs like How About You, uh, Two Pink Lines, and Guys Like Me. Um So right there, I don't really recall any of those songs. I do listen to quite a bit of country music and I actually I really do enjoy a lot of the country music that's out today I know it gets uh, criticized for not really being country music by people who are uh, country music aficionados Um, but I I like it you know when we're talking about feelings and and emotions that a a song evokes you know I've kind of said before is I always listen to uh, kind of the grunge or the the rock music and, and that's great and all but when you're you know when you're down or and uh you're not you're not feeling the greatest you know listen to that type of music if you're somebody like myself who really emotes um with music it kind of uh it doesn't help so I dig country in that it typically the newer country music as they write today It, like, evokes uh, an emotion of, like, happy partying times, summer vibes. Uh, You know, every time I listen to country music, I want to sit at a bonfire, you know, thinking like, you know, chicks in, you know, flannel shirts and dudes and, you know, cowboy hats and just good times. Um, If you go to a country concert these days, it's typically what you see, that and a lot of drinking. Um, So I... I I'm guessing um, going into the song, my my first vibe is it's gonna be something like Jason Aldean or Luke Bryan, um, kind of your your uh, summertime hit. I it's it's summertime right now, so probably gonna get that type of vibe from the song, uh, which is great. Um, but uh, so yeah, the, the the next song here is uh, it's Eric Church, sweet name by the by the way, Eric. Um, oh son of a bitch, his name's Kenneth. So this guy's name is Kenneth Eric Church, but he goes by Eric Church because Eric's a, it's a good name. Um, so yeah, the song is Desperate Man. All right. Uh, Desperate Man by Eric Church here. So right off the bat, uh, I'm wrong again. So, I mean, that's always, that's not necessarily a good thing. Or no, I'm sorry, it's not necessarily a bad thing, um. You know, like I said, I'm not too familiar with Eric Church's work. Um, nor am I really too too familiar with a lot of the country songs that are out. Um, but this one's kind of cool. It's a, it's definitely doesn't have the the typical modern country vibe that I was expecting. Honestly, I was expecting a song about. Uh, you know, women dancing around in the uh, the cornfields around the bonfire. You know, uh, getting down in the Georgia clay, deep voice. You know, really, there's a real type of format that's happening right now in country music, um, which admittedly I, I enjoy. Um, but this definitely didn't fit it. It right off the bat, you know, the intro, um, the more of like a bluesy almost like a ZZ top type of thing that I got right away and I was hearing bongos and all right. So that's that right away does not, does not kind of fall in line with uh modern country. And, uh, you know, you get kind of the, the Southern twang with it, but it's, it's different. You know, it, there was like vocalizing, you know, little doot doot doos. And it's almost like, Came off as almost like Rolling Stones "Sympathy for the Devil" type song, you know. Um, it had like a funky vibe. I mean, it strikes me as almost like you're almost kind of like a, a jam band, fish type of Grateful Dead, um, and that might have a lot to do with you know the visualizations that I get out of this song was more along the lines of being at a concert, you know, a large amphitheater. Um, you've got the harmonies going, so maybe he's got some, you know, backup singers, uh, three or four, you know, harmonizing vocalization type of, uh, of, of work there. So, you know, not, not a bad song not in the slightest. Um, his, one thing that struck me right away is his voice is a lot higher then a lot of the country albums or country, uh, singers that are coming out these days, you know, they really seem to almost kind of focus on like the manly, really deep voice and even like some talking. And this, this song was, he was, his high, his voice is kind of a higher, higher range and, uh, a lot of repetition about, you know, being a grown ass man. And, uh, being a desperate man. And uh, so, yeah, it was was a cool song. Um, Definitely not what I expected. Definitely probably will uh, be hearing this more throughout the summer. Um, And uh, as I check my resources, looks like he will be on tour this autumn. So uh, maybe catch uh, more of his music live. All right. And for our next song, it's the rap section of the show uh what the song that we chose this week was what's up danger by black way and black caviar and i gotta be honest with you my intention every with every song is to give you a little bit of a background on the artist and um a little bit of background on the song as what as much as i could find before we review the song this song is a little different man i couldn't find anything um i looked up black way. Blackway comes up as some sort of film, um, it's like a thriller film with the same name Blackway, and then you look up Black Caviar and you find that it's a horse that, uh, that rode and races and professionally, so I don't know that I'm going to be able to find any background. All I do know is the song is from the Spider-Man, uh, Enter the Multiverse, or Into the Multiverse movie soundtrack, so... Again, it's What's Up Danger by Black Way and Black Caviar. Here we go. All right, so that song was What's Up Danger by Black Way and Black Caviar um, right away. And I really, I really liked it. I really did. Um, You you know, you start off with some big sounds, um, you know, like a thematic movie score, like you'd expect on a trailer and I always loved big big sounds big uh, orchestral um, you know timpanies and and booming horns and that's definitely got this throughout so that locked you in right away Um, right away the, the song well I can't recount all the lyrics in my first listen it's definitely gonna take a little bit of time especially with rap song that happens all the time is Ah, uh, they seem to be about like some sort of danger, uh, some sort of superhero feeling, uh, which fits really well with the with the Spider-Man soundtrack. There, um, one of the things I noticed with the beat right away is there's some sort of clicking talk, to- uh, sorry, ticking clock in the uh, background, which always seems to add tension. Um, it helps you keep the rhythm, but it also kind of makes you feel. Like, you know, the clock's going to stop, or the clock will never go faster, or the clock will never go slower. So, that was a really cool touch. The the rapping in it, which, I mean, when I hear there's going to be a rap song in 2019, I think the definition, I'm not the most well-versed in rap, um, but the the connotation of rap in 2019, I think, could either be kind of a a fast rap with a lot of talent or there's a lot of those kind of mumble rappers, I guess you call them, or trap music where it's more laid back, um, more like a chilling vibe instead of your, you know, fast attack, like, you know, you had um, like your Eminem or, you know, like a Dr. Dre from the 90s and 2000s. So, but I was really impressed with what I heard you know again i i really this is really out of my element as far as expertise so i don't want to get too technical as far as the rapping part is concerned because i have no claim to any type of rap uh prowess so that was it was really cool though the way that they kind of traded off with rapping and singing um the chorus is really cool it had some harmonizing in the background and again the clock is through it's, the clock is still there throughout most of the song as far as i could retell or recount there and the the horn feeling the big horns you know you got i think probably deeper horns like a trombone and you know orchestral music is there throughout so it's really got a cool big feeling like it's building some tension and it's really getting you hyped up and you know, you want to watch the movie after this. I'm not sure. I've never seen again, any promotional material for this movie or for this song. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the lead single of the soundtrack. In fact, I'm going to make an educated guest to say it is just because I've heard of it as far as when I was looking up songs to review and because it is feels like a single um all these songs should be singles um by the way we search so really kind of a it's a cool song like the song builds to like this big crescendo it keeps building and it keeps growing this tension and that's really a really effective way to emote you know a connotation of of like a frantic or a, a panic almost but at the same time it kind of gets the listener more engaged as you go through and this song is interesting because the crescendo to me kind of happened at the end of the song with the last beats it didn't even happen you know the two minutes in or a chorus or two choruses in there wasn't a big crescendo and then kind of a letdown afterwards or a come down it was like crescendo crescendo build 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 crescendo at the end and then the song is over so while that's kind of like it gets you amped up and you want to hear more it kind of makes me want to go listen to the song again so i can properly feel from the beginning of the song throughout the song so it so i'm prepared for that ending um but definitely i'm really impressed you know like i i kind of touch on here i don't claim to be a huge rap fan especially you know tread lightly way i say this but 2019 rap is not generally my style or hip-hop and i really like this um i'm really i'm gonna definitely add this to my playlist um i'm on a good uh, good track record for today as far as finding you know good songs to review but that was uh black way and uh black caviar with what's up danger all right so cruising on through uh, the last song of the bunch this week for the regular uh, music review, this is the metal slash rock entry, um, and it chose Asking Alexandria Alone in a Room, which I'm not not too familiar with Asking Alexandria specifically, so I don't know what they're about particularly. I know they're from English. i looking here. Sorry, from English. Uh, from England, because they're an English rock band. Um, they've been considered metalcore, heavy metal, post-hardcore, electronicore, and hard rock. Uh, so this is more in my wheelhouse, because i am kind of always been a rock or metal kid. Um, from gathering what I've heard, or I think the, the stigma attached to this band, is they are kind of in the same vein of um, post-emo, or... Like uh, motionless and white, kind of the darker, darker themes, um, more straightforward uh, rock or metal with a little bit, a electri- little bit of electronic influence. So I'm not not really expecting any type of thrash with you know dueling guitar solos or anything like that. Um, I think it's from what I can gather, it's going to be more of a f- straightforward you know, your guitarists and bassists are playing chords, possibly some, I'm interested in hearing the electronic uh, influence, so, uh, again, it's uh, Alone in a Room by Asking Alexandria. There it was, Alone in a Room by Asking Alexandria. Uh, Dug it, again, Um, probably as far as, like, emoting or evoking, I use that word a lot, evoking an emotion um out of me it probably is the least impactful of the week but that's not really what this is about it's not competition um it's just strictly getting the getting the first reaction of the song uh, this one was cool i liked a lot of it um just to give you a review of the song that opens with a little bit of guitar feedback there's a cl- clean intro with picking guitars so that right there, kind of it, it gets you in the, you know, something big's coming up. Or it could be something not big. In this case, uh, this one breaks right into a heavy riff. It's kind of got like a synth type of sound over it, like an electronic. So, again, you know, any time that a band takes elements that are outside of its genre and starts incorporating them in their music, immediately that gets my ears perked. And that's uh, right there. You know, I remember when I was a kid and, and kind of the, the, the influence and the inspiration for this podcast came from a lot of when I was younger and I'd hear a song for the first time and you'd get chills. But a lot of that came in from listening to a band like one of my favorite bands when I was younger was Silverchair. And they, what they would do, and what I loved about that band was besides being kind of a band I could relate to and being younger, and they were younger, uh, was the way that they started to incorporate a lot of classical instruments, instrumentation into their rock music. So, what I'm talking about there is you have a song like Emotion Sickness or Paint Pastel Princess, where you have these crunching heavy just young guitars, but on the top of that, you have these flowing string sections and it just made you like, it took a, an already emotional song an already pretty dark song and it just dropped it down lower into something that made you want to like weep and cry. And it was like, ew, it was bone tingling for the times that you listen to. And that's why those types of song always kind of inspired me to, to learn all the difference in instruments you know when you you start playing music and you're like oh i wanna play guitar because i'm a rock kid or i'll play the drums but then you start hearing that stuff is like well if i learn how to play the keyboard i can use those types of songs or those sounds into songs and piano and things like that so anytime like a, a band kind of or an artist starts to use something that's outside of the norm for what they play which I think every song that I've reviewed today almost kind of uses that. You know, we had the Halsey where she was using kind of a more rock orientation, but in a pop song. There was the anger there, the the angst of rock and metal, but it's in a, it's in a pop song. And then you have um, Eric Church where he's using, you know, he's using like bongos and... A lot of vocalization in a country song to kind of change the genre a little bit there into more like a, a classic rock hippie kind of blues bluegrass weird section i'm still wrapping my mind around that song <laughs> um as you can tell by the the way i feel kind of lost with it um and then the rap song the the black way and black caviar is they're using not your normal you know hip-hop beats with a sample they're using big orchestral motion picture movie thematic scores so you know that's why you know i think a lot of music these days is you're not going to be able to put it in all into one genre and if you're taking it song by song a lot of the artists these days are really incorporating worlds of music into the what they are kind of their bread and butter So this song was cool, it was a little bit more straightforward, but it still uses electronica. Um, So he brings into this, and actually one thing I caught, and this might be me being way off base with what I think they were going for and what other people would hear, but the verse of this song, I think it had like a flow to it and a roll to it that almost lended itself a little towards like country, like modern country music the guy's deep voice and he was kind of putting a drawl into it and he was kind of rolling with the the way the um, the melody of the verse went before that he started going to this higher uh, I don't want to say screaming but you know a higher yelling vocal or a more intense kind of uh, implementation of the vocals and then you know then they go into what is a typical um, like metal vocals. These guys, they kind of reminded me of, I think I mentioned it in the intro, is like a motionless and white um, almost like a Linkin Park type thing. They were one of the pioneers of intra- introducing electronic samples into heavy metal music um, and these guys, I don't know if they use samples on their other songs, but this one definitely had more of like a keyboard programming um, type of sound into it. Um, so we just... His vocals in the chorus, this guy had a lot of range because, in his, and maybe it's not the same guy, don't get me wrong, I read a little bit of a bio on them, and I don't know if there's more than one vocalist, but the vocals at the beginning of the song, like I said, were more lower, and then when you get into the chorus, that it's like a higher pitch screaming, like a Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell type of singing, so. Whoever that is, if it's the same person, they got a hell of a lot of range. If it's different people, I have been fooled. Wouldn't be the first time. Definitely won't be the last time. Um, One of the cool other parts, you know, with me, it's like a lot about like the little touches. um, The little bits and pieces and little little, uh, samples and things like that too. With the bridge of the song, there's this cool like vocalizing. It almost sounds like they... Took the vocals from another part of the song and kind of chopped them and repeated them and kind of put them through this like weird blender, which I'm always for. Whenever you put weird shit in songs or you put like a, you know, something that doesn't belong or something that catches you off guard and kind of piques your interest by the bridge, you got to start doing those types of things. Because <laughs> if somebody's not, if somebody's repeating the song and you're just going to hit, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus simple bridge that's just a part of the chorus and then back into the chorus and the outro, I think you'll lose people. Um, but this song really is cool in the way that it kind of throws something weird in the middle there. It almost reminded me like Slipknot or something like that where you'd have, you know, in, you'd have all your rock elements and then your bridge you start incorporating your DJ or your, your samples. So that's the new, that's kind of where music is going in 2019 as far as rock is you know samples and DJs and you know even Disturbed does things like that, talking parts and horn or sirens and things like that. So a lot a lot to work with. Um, yeah, it's as far as sound wise, it, what I expected. The parts of that this song that didn't surprise me and expected is in all the rock and metal bands these days, the tone of the guitars and the bass is just. A wall of sound which is always a good thing i can't i can't stress that enough i don't want to say it as like a with a bad connotation it always hits you really hard so you know when you go see these guys live your chest is going to be pounded you're going to be your face is going to be melted so that's where my I, that's where my favorite type of, of shows are i love going to see metal bands where you know, if you want, you can scream the song right along with the band and nobody will fucking hear you because the band is so loud. You know, you get moved by the music. You're not even just hearing it anymore. You, the the speakers, the sound systems and all the instrumentation, it's like pounding you in the chest. You can feel the place rumble. Love it. That's, that's, that's my shit right there. So, um, yeah, this, this really, I saw a band like this motionless and white open for, I believe it was Slipknot couple years ago, and I was, I I like hearing new metal bands live. I love going to see a new metal band when they open up for a band I like because of that. It'll be something where, you know it's going to be a show. You know these guys are going to bring theatrics. um, But also the the instrumentation and everything, it's going to pound you. So it's cool. Um, But yeah, that was Asking Alexandria, Alone in a Room. I like it. I'm gonna definitely all these songs today. I'm probably gonna add to whatever playlists I have, so that's kind of the goal. Kind of the goal is to find new music um, and enjoy it. So that ends the the uh, regular segment. We'll call it the four songs that I pick that are brand new songs that I've never heard before. And uh, I'm gonna get right into the wild card segment of the show, which is always gonna be interesting. Um, I actually reached out to a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and the co-host of my other podcast. If you're interested, it's uh, quasi, we, we call it a quasi-wrestling podcast, I guess. Um, it ends up just being me and my buddy. Uh, his name's Jesse. He lives, I live in Massachusetts. He lives in Oregon. Um, we haven't, he used to live out here. We used to work together. We became really good friends. Uh, I was the best man at his wedding one of the best men, Uh, and he was at my wedding as a special guest slash best man. We'll say that. So we're really close, but we don't get to talk a lot. So we spend a couple hours a week, and we sit down, and we just kind of shoot the shit. Um, The reason I say it's quasi-wrestling podcast is one of the things we used to talk about a lot when we worked together was pro-wrestling, something we both really enjoy watching. Um, So what it's turned into recently is we kind of just... Put on like a wrestling show, um, and we kind of talk over it. We call it talkovers. A lot of people do like what's called watch alongs. It's not really the case with us. We don't really sit there and analyze the show. We just kind of talk to each other, you know, shoot the shit. It's not like the best way he described it was more along the lines of we don't get to go and sit down and have a beer out of the bar every week like a lot of friends do because we're so far apart. So this is what we get to do we get to shoot the shit, um, kind of let loose. And talk about whatever comes up. So sometimes it is wrestling, but a lot of times it's not. I think we discussed maybe even doing it with movies at some point, so it doesn't kind of pinch and hole the whole thing. And I, you know, when we do it, we just record it and we put it out. So, um, as this being my inaugural show and uh, showing that the 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 love to my bud, I was like, you know what? Give me a song you don't think I've ever heard before. And uh, he gave me a bunch. He he blew up my phone because I think he thinks that we have quite a different taste in music. So he wants me to do specifically, hold on a second, I'm going to do the Appeal by the Toadies. Now I'm pretty familiar with some of the Toadies' work. Um, If I find out that I've never heard this before, I'm still going to do it. Because it's the wildcard segment and you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I'm familiar with the Toadies. I used to be in a band that played some covers of the Toadies. We played, oh, we played the song Tyler. Um, and we may have played the old Possum Kingdom, which is, you know, everybody else will know this band strictly from Possum Kingdom. Um, great classic song. I know Jesse is probably not a fan because it's overplayed on the radio. and It's the only song they play. And we know that, uh, some of us who have favorite bands that are, uh, one hit wonders don't necessarily like the one hit being brought up all the time. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna do the appeal by the toadies. Oh, and if you're interested in the other podcast we do, uh, it's called the Highly Marked Podcast. So go check that out as well. Uh, Jesse's quite the character. I, I kind of uh, take a uh, a a voluntary back seat on that show just because he's got so many good stories he's more of a the storyteller and and he steers that ship so it's a really fun one um comes out about weekly or twice or once every two weeks there so but again this is a review of the appeal by the toadies thank you jesse for sending that in um or recommending that i give it a listen uh, never heard it before I can confirm that um, It is from 2012 So as far as the Toadies are concerned That is a pretty new song As far as I can tell uh, Definitely dug it It was more of a laid back song Kind of a good, a good closer I think A good closer for the night um, Any night I feel like you can go listen to that song After a, a rough night at the bar Of possibly striking out all night that's what I get from that, Jesse. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, but right off the bat, you had some clean guitar. Um, it goes right into like this bluesy type like bar blues riff, bar blues type of thing, uh, which is always kind of cool, like a chill vibe to it. Uh, mixed with a little bit of grunge, though. Uh, more like the buzz cuts type of music, early 90s, which is where Toadie's fit right in um where they were kind of back in that day um the vocals it was very vocal driven song there weren't a whole lot of guitar solos and there weren't a lot of huge tricks it just seemed like a straightforward blues song where you know it had a clear message behind it it had a very straightforward type of uh instrumentation to it you just had your guitars your bass your drums you got your singer there um again song seems a lot about losing someone as far as the vocals are concerned that's a really simple song but i don't think simple is necessarily bad one of the favorite quotes i've ever heard from the movie the prestige which i think carries a lot into music but also into life, um, you know. It's it's the it's the quote simple. It goes along the lines of simple. No one said it was easy. I said it was simple. I didn't say it was easy. There you go, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, it it just means you know, especially when you come to music, like something can sound very simple. Something can sound very uh, stripped down, but it doesn't necessarily mean it was easy. Um, one of the my favorite songs that really exemplifies this is a song called "Bath Salts" by a band called Highly Suspect. The riff is simple, um, the the vocals are simple, the drums are simple. It's it's a very simple song, but at the same time, it doesn't mean it's easy. Um, you know, putting a song together like that, putting a song together like this, isn't necessarily something that i would envision as being easy but it might have just been something that was kind of a stream of consciousness or just something that one guy in the band felt you know follow me guys i'll get you through this song and it's going to be the new song or whatever um but yeah simple doesn't necessarily mean easy um which i always love that type of term in life too because you know you can have a very simple life you can have a very simple job, um, but it's not necessarily easy. Um, so, this song is in that way. You know, I gotta always comment on the guy from... And his name escapes me. I don't really remember it. And I apologize. Is the lead singer of this band's voice is very, very unique. And I think that's what set the Toadies apart from a lot of other buzz and grunge bands in the mid to early 90s. Um, he just... it's It's a very... There's no... You know, no tricks to the song. There isn't any samples or complicated, you know, solos like we've talked about with some of the other songs. But at the same time, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, you can just... There's something really appealing about a song where you just go and you hammer one out with your buds or your bandmates. You sit down and it's just maybe one take or just kind of hanging out and it just kind of flows and you can do it any time. Any band can go down and sit down and play the the song without having to go through tons of production and putting you know hours and hours into mixing in the studio to to hammer out a great song. When it's just hey, here's my riff. I want to sing over it. You guys follow along. It's in this key. You know the vocals are gonna be you know this long and in, in, in so many bars and things like that. So yeah, uh, really kind of a Kind of a cool, simple song, long too. It was like six minutes, so yeah, sounds sounds like it Uh, with the toadies. It sounds pretty apropos, so yeah, dug that song. So that's five out of five, man. That's five good songs, five new songs. Kind of touching on the intro to this podcast with the outro to this podcast is one of the goals of this this uh, podcast. Is kind of self uh, self motivated, self explanatory, self ex exploratory i guess you could say um in the sense that i have been a little bit of a music snob and set in my ways for so many years that i really sat down one day and i was like you know i don't listen i don't have a lot of new music and you know every time i hear a song not every time but you know a lot of times i hear a new song and i'm like you know that's a really cool song and i'll be listening with my wife or whatever and she's like yeah this song's been out for years i'm like I haven't heard of this song. You know why I haven't heard of this song? Because I'm not open to listening to new music. Um, You know, I was always the guy that was like, anything but rock or metal sucks, or anything that's not, you know, that doesn't have drop-D guitars, it doesn't have a ripping solo or something like that, it sucks, you know? And that's not the way that music is. Um, And music is kind of an open concept, and you should really never limit yourself or I think that I will never limit myself so the trend is gonna be find new music find new music every week find new movies every week find new TV shows find new books things like that expand expand your mind um but yeah I've always loved music so I think this is a really cool concept I, you know if you've hung in with this long I know it's, it's, it's going to be rough with the... Uh, I'm not going to be able to play the actual songs on the podcast. Uh, you're going to get into copyright infringement and things like that. I will get shut down pretty darn quickly, as I've found in the past. So uh, it does, uh, does require a little bit of effort on your part, if you've never heard the songs before. But it's definitely a journey. Um, I'm going to shoot to have it out on a weekly basis, um, if there's new music every week, which I'm sure there is. And, and uh, the wildcard segment will always be changing might change the format a little bit we might talk a little music news at the beginning or i might just kind of uh kind of ramble you know tell if i got any good stories from the week uh, i might uh, voice those so you know thank you so much if you hung in there um it's uh sad to see you go but i think uh we're gonna have a long and lengthy and meaningful deep relationship um and again if you have any Questions, feedback, if you want me to review a song that you really like, that you think I've never heard before, even if you thought I've heard it, you know, maybe a deep dive into something I've never really uh, gave a second listen to, it's uh, Chrome Podcast at hotmail.com. Again, Chrome Podcast at hotmail.com. I know the name of the podcast is Chromesthesia. I'm not going to try and make you spell that, because I don't even know half the time how to spell it. So again, Chrome Podcast at hotmail.com and yeah, you might end up on the show. So uh, again, my name's Eric. I appreciate you stopping in and uh, I'll I'll chime in again next week.